Perakhei Mishnah Alf. Hashutfin, partners. Now, really, when we say Shutfin partners, what we're referring to over here is actually neighbors. And it's referring to a Chatzar Meshutafes. In those days, they used to live like in a horseshoe. You'd have a whole bunch of houses in the shape of a horseshoe. And then they would share the courtyard in the middle for the whole community. It was a communal courtyard. They would, you know, do laundry there, raise the chickens there, they would bake there. So you had these two neighbors, for example. Let's just say we're looking at a really small courtyard. There's just two neighbors. It could really be, you know, 10, 20 neighbors. It doesn't matter. But to keep our case simple, let's just say we're working with two neighbors, okay? So you have these two neighbors. They, they both make a nether not to have benefit from one another. Says the Mishnah, They are forbidden to enter the chatzar. So each one of them cannot enter into the courtyard now. Why? Because when they're entering the courtyard, it's a communal courtyard. And when each one's going into the courtyard, they'll be walking through their friend's portion, and therefore they'll be benefiting from their friend and transgressing their nether. So both of them cannot use the courtyard. And now it's important to keep in mind that the case here is where the courtyard is, it's not large enough to be divided. Meaning, technically, to divide the courtyard, each homeowner has to have four amos right by his front door, just for like, you know, the entryway of his own space, and then four square amos of the courtyard that can, be belong, that can belong to him. So in this scenario, if there are two neighbors, they each have to have four amos in front of their homes for their, you know, their walking, right, right, where they, right, this is their entrance way. And then they each have to have four amos of the courtyard that, can, that has to be theirs. If the courtyard is only seven amos, they can't divide it. If they can't divide it, we cannot define which area belongs to who. Because if the courtyard was, you know, 10 amos, uh, 10, 10, 10 amos by 10 amos, so just divide the courtyard, and then you'll, you'll know whose area is whose, and they'll just be careful not to walk in their friend's area, right? That's simple. But here our case is, our case is and it's important to stress this, is that the courtyard wasn't big enough to be divided. It was, you know, seven square amos. Each one would not get four square amos to themselves. And since we cannot determine which area belongs to who, both of them cannot use the courtyard unless they're using their friend's area. That's the opinion of the Tanakama. But of course, if it was a 10 by 10 courtyard, just divide it in half, you know, see who gets what, um, and, you know, just avoid your neighbor. All right. But Rebbe and Yaakov Omer, he argues. He says, no, I don't care that the courtyard's too small and you can't divide and you can't allocate, you know, which area belongs to who and therefore forbid everyone from walking there, these two neighbors from walking in it entirely. No. He says, Let each one walk in the courtyards. They're permitted to enter into the courtyard because each one could say, I'm walking in my own area. Meaning the Gemara explains that Yaakov holds the concept of Breira. Breira means we could determine retroactively when, a, when each neighbor is walking in the yard, you know, the area they're walking in was the area that belongs to them, even though we can't determine with a fine line of this is your four amos, this is your four amos. And therefore, even though it's not splittable, you can't, you know, divide this courtyard, um, nevertheless, it's fine. Because each one could say when they're walking through the courtyard, I'm just walking in my area, and therefore they're not transgressing the nether. Ushnei Masurim, however, both the Kohen Tanakama and Elizabeth and Yaakov, they both agree that they're both forbidden, Lahamad Shemar Chaim, Vitana, Lukadazaragolim. They both agree you, they, the neighbor cannot put up the mill to grind, the, the oven to, to, to cook, and to start raising chickens there. She came in Haddin, you know, according to the law, Rasham Hashut and the neighbors are permitted in a courtyard 
to la'akev, to hold back each one of them in these matters. If they object for whatever reason, they could, they could, they could protest and not let their neighbor do these things in a regular case. And therefore over here, if they're not speaking up, then by default they're letting the neighbor do these things. That means they're giving their neighbor positive benefit and that would be forbidden in our scenario. So of course both of them agree that neither of them, when they make a net, they're not to have benefit from each other, can start doing these activities in the courtyard. Why? Because again, normally they could, be, they could object to the neighbor for whatever reason in a case where there's no net there. So if you hear where they're not objecting and there was no net there in place, that means by default they're giving, them permission, they're, they're giving them the permission to do it, that would be a positive benefit and that is forbidden. So both of them cannot do these activities in the courtyard. What about a different case? What happens if only one neighbor has the net there that he cannot, he cannot have benefit from his friend? Says the Mishnah, then lo the chatzir. Also, Lemuder, the one that made the nether, he cannot go into the courtyard. But of course, the other one could, right? But Rabbi Zabin Yaakov Omer again, no. Uh, he says it's permitted for this Mudah, the one that made the nether, to uh, go into the courtyard. Why? Because Yachalu Lemurla, because he could tell his friend, I'm walking in my own portion. I'm not walking in your portion, just like he said earlier. So he doesn't differentiate, right? He just says, he could say that, you know, listen, wherever I'm walking, it's my area, it's not your area. And then the Mishnah closes with Kovanis and Noder Limger as Chalka. We force the Noder to sell his portion. So this is going according to the Pena Tanakama. Then what happens? If one neighbor takes another on his own volition, he says, I'm not having benefit from, my, from neighbor B. Not that neighbor B placed the Neder on neighbor A. Neighbor A said, I don't want to have any benefit from neighbor, from, from neighbor B. And he makes it himself. So what happens is, according to Tanakamba, we force him to sell his portion of the courtyard to neighbor B. Why? Because this neighbor B can walk around whenever he wants. He has no nether on him. Neither, neighbor A said, I'm not, having benefit from neither, from, I'm not having any benefit from neighbor B. But neighbor B never made such a nether. So neighbor B can walk around wherever he wants. So what's going to happen is, neighbor A might come to start walking around wherever he wants also, but he cannot. Because he said, I'm not having any benefit from neighbor B. So what happens is, according to Tanakama, he's forced to sell his courtyard to neighbor B, so that he won't even come to walk outside and transgress his nether. So it's, you know, it's to his own detriment, but he put himself into the situation, and according to Tanakama, because of this concern, he has to sell whatever portion he has to neighbor B, so that when he sees neighbor B walking around, he knows that the whole thing's neighbor B's, and he cannot walk outside at all. And of course, this is all in the case where he makes the nether on himself. But if neighbor B placed the nether on him and said, hey, Neighbor A, you cannot have benefit from me. So then, of course, we don't force him to sell his field. Even though we may have this concern that he sees neighbor B walking around, right? And maybe he'll come to walk around in neighbor B's portion. If he didn't take the net down himself and neighbor B put the net down on him, it's not his fault. And of course, in that case, we will, we will not force him to sell his portion of the field. Okay, Mishnah base. If you have some guy from the marketplace, that there was a net that he can have benefit from one of these neighbors. Some guy from the market, you know, John from Johnny Appleseeds from the marketplace, can not have any benefit from one of these neighbors. So then, this Johnny guy cannot enter the courtyard of these two neighbors. Even if he needs the, part, the neighbor that did not make the nether for him. Why? Right? Or the neighbor that did not make the nether for him needs his needs, right? Or needs Johnny to come inside. He can't go inside. Why? Because at the moment that he walks into the courtyard, how are you? 
in essence, according to Tanakama, like I mentioned earlier, this guy from the market, when he walks into the courtyard, he's going to have benefit from the neighbor that placed the nether on him. And therefore, even if he's coming for the other neighbor, he cannot walk into the courtyard. No, again, he is permitted of him to go into the courtyard. You could say, I'm walking into your friend's portion. That the, the not making that against me. I'm not walking in your portion. Even in this case, holds the concept of Breira, that we can determine retroactively that where he's walking, he's walking in the area of the neighbor that never made the nether, and not on the neighbor that made the nether. So it's really a repeat of the previous Mishnah, but just not with the two neighbors making another on each other, or one of the neighbors making another on the other one, but it's where the neighbor made another from some guy from the, from the market. And that mar- guy from the market, whether you can enter the courtyard or not, it will, will be this dispute. It will be this dispute. The Tanakam will say you cannot enter at all. And the Rebbe Yaakov will say that he could, because he'll say, I'm just walking in the portion of the neighbor that did not place an answer on me. And again, this is all in a case where the courtyard cannot be divided. There's not enough to give four amas to each homeowner, right? But of course, if you could divide it, then it's much simpler to divide it. You know whose portion is which. And he just has to make sure that he's walking in the area that he could walk, not in the area that he can't walk. And with that, we'll hold it over here for Mishnah Base.